Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting live around the world, this is The Ryan Lindsay Show. Phone lines are open to speak with Ryan or any of his guests at 319-527-6702 or email Ryan. The email address is ryan at ryanlindsayshow.com. Now, here's Ryan Lindsay. From the Northwoods of the great state of Wisconsin, where it's freezing today, actually 32 degrees, so we are we are freezing. Um, that is what's happening today <laughs> in Wisconsin. I just I, if I seem if I seem distracted, I am because I'm looking at my phone. I just got a call from Padma Gordon, but uh, I think we have a miscommunication, and uh, my co-host Tamara is on the line. Tamara, you may have to save me today. That good. We had a mis- you know, that's why we- I'm here. <laughs> I, I think Imagine we had a miscommunication that. with yeah, a miscommunication okay. during uh, during this time. Get her on the line, you know, and that's why this topic is so wonderful for tonight. Um, mindfulness, you know, we're definitely have to having to work on that being in the now right now, probably more than any time we've ever been in our lives. So you like like I said once again, Ryan, you've picked us some intuitively, divinely picked us some wonderful, wonderful guests for these times we're in, and um, I can't wait for her to get on the line um, because I I watch you know I always try to research our guests and and uh, that you you joyfully picked for us and you have just you just bring in the the good ones the good stuff such tips and tools and. You know, somebody that, you know, being a hypnotherapist and working on mindfulness, I think we're all students of that. So it's always good to get the reminders to remind ourselves about these times. And, you know, we've got a lot on our minds right now. So, you know, miscommunication, Mercury retrograde. My kids always make fun of me because Mercury retrograde, Mom, you can't blame everything on that. Well, there are some times that are a little bit, a little trickier for communication, and we just learn to roll roll with it and laugh about it and, and be mindful. So I love this topic. Were you able to get her on? I was not, but uh, we're emailing. Oh, <laughs> we're okay. emailing each other okay. here. Okay. So, <laughs> she's yeah, call, she's okay. calling my so, cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll figure itself out. And it'll, I'll, I think I'll it'll. cover it for you. <laughs> so what do you think of the snow? It is so cold. A couple inches, I yeah, and uh, I don't think it'll oh, last long, but... Uh... Yeah, we got about four. It, it is melting, um, but it's not going to uh, affect the fact that we will be having the corn maze this weekend, Friday and Saturday. 
I'll be doing readings, and Aaron Houdini will be doing escapes, and everybody's going to be going through the Govins, you know, uh, trail, you know, of of terror, you know, the 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 walk of oh, I I I can't even talk about it, you know, people <laughs> love to get scared, you know, and it's such a, an emotional release. I just like to stay over in my booth and bring love and light and, and, you know, divine messages through. So it's such duality, <laughs> but uh, people are loving it because it gets them out in nature and to get some of the screams that we have bottled up inside of us for this year, there's been a lot of laughs. People have been loving sure. it and, and we have two more weekends. So, so is she on the line now? Not, not quite. No. <laughs> Tell okay. me about Aaron Houdini. <laughs> Aaron Houdini, yeah, we've got to get him on the show. He is an incredible, mm-hmm. he's a great, great nephew of Harry Houdini, you know, wonderful magician and escape artist that everybody knows about. And Don and I, um, apparently he toured around the country and Aaron loves to debunk in, in Houdini tradition, fake psychics or, you know, so Aaron planted stooges and he tried to catch my sister and I and in some kind I apparently, you know, that's how psychic I am. I had no idea how many charlatans and frauds there were out there because I just do my job. So but Aaron was so sweet. I mean, we had met him, you know, at different events, didn't know much about him and didn't realize he was even, you know, uh trying to debunk us and he just couldn't. And so we're the first endorsed Houdini medium, so to speak, other than what we found out about our other guests on the show, Carrie Houdini, um, you know, couldn't debunk Edgar Casey. So I feel feel pretty proud about that. You know, it's pretty good street cred in the psychic medium world. Not that we need it. It's a calling. But uh, Aaron is, yes, been asked to do this event. He got called back to Wisconsin. He's originally you know, born in Chicago, but he's lived in Kentucky all these years and worked the circuit in the South. And, you know, he's award-winning escape artist, which is, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not fake straight jackets. These are U.S. Marshall jackets. Um, and so he's thing. going to be doing the real thing. He's going to be doing an escape out of the Dunn County um, Sheriff's car um, in shackles that they put on him that they're their titanium shackles and handcuffs and he's going to be escaping them on the well he'll be doing it this um weekend he'll be doing regular straight jacket escapes but on the 30th he will be doing the um the the cop car escape so that's really cool and then as a challenge he put out to the dunn county sheriff's department and they they accepted it and then he will be hanging upside down escaping um, a, a straight jacket. Um, so it's going to be interesting. People, you know, it's hard to see my my friend, and now we've become friends and, and colleagues, and have done events together over the years. And uh, but it's hard to see him bust up his body like that for entertainment. I mean, he's the real deal. And um, so it's it's been fun. I it's hard because you feel you know as a healer you feel his impact and his pain to teach people and, you know, that you can escape from everything, you know? So, I mean, I think it is a calling living up to his family name and uh, we want to keep him on the planet. So we give him lots of Reiki 
And uh, but he's, he's a magic man. I tell you, he's a magic, a magic man. man. I I he's a ma- he's, he's real magic. So so yeah. And this is all it's happening uh, in in Menominee, Wisconsin, the next two weekends. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anybody uh, anybody Friday, listening in Wisconsin? Right, and there is a non dairy corn maze, and that's like I said, that's the one my family went through because you know I didn't. I've never really had real scary, scary movies. I mean, as a medium and a mystic, I mean, there's enough scare out there. I never enjoyed that kind of <laughs> entertainment. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so there's a nice um, little corn maze and stuff for families of all ages that have been showing up and to be able to do things outside, you know, in, a, in social distance and things. And, and uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, so many things are fun have been canceled this year it is it is nice to see people out and about and being able to get you know some of their screens out i do know how therapeutic it is but uh, <laughs> mindfulness is the show the show for tonight so i'm right oh, i'm gonna get i'm excited about getting into the topic of mindfulness do you know much about it i don't i don't <laughs> give, give me a definition yes. of mindfulness mindfulness is being in the now being in the present moment, being in gratitude in this present moment. This is how I would describe it. And to walk with grace and just to walk, you know, gently on the earth, knowing that this moment is the only moment that's real and to be, you know, open and ready to receive it because the future has not been, you know, has not been created yet. And the past is no longer. So it's just in the moment. That's what I would say. Um, like I said, as a student in it, not letting anything flare you. Um, as a student in it for years, and you know, I'm sure our guests can agree, we get brought to it because we need it. <laughs> we need to learn about it. And you know, when things are in chaos, mindfulness is just we have to work extra hard. And it is something you, you work on. It's like a skill. It's like a muscle to be able to pivot from a dense frequency into a more aligned, gentle frequency just makes everything better in life. So I'm excited to hear her tips, always new ones, you know, that people develop and create and learn from the masters and mindfulness of how to have a joyful, you know, life. And you definitely hear your intuition far more when you're in in alignment, when you're in mindfulness, right? So it's like you have to hear the voices in our head. So Yes, you know a lot about mindfulness. You were a police officer for many years. You've had to practice it over. I practice. Oh yeah, I practice living in the now. Yep. So, how's she doing? Is she was she able to call into the hotline? We've we've got her on the line. Yes. So uh, I'll introduce Padma Gordon. She is a spiritual counselor, mindfulness teacher, movement and embodiment instructor, and author of the book Being Together: Practical Wisdom for Loving Yourself and Your Partner. She assists people to turn towards their direct experience so they can create movement when they are stuck, so they can come to uh, come home to themselves and thrive. Uh, Padma has been in practice for over 25 years and draws from a variety of modalities, including contemplative movement practices, hypnotherapy, mindfulness, embodiment, somatic gestalts, and we'll talk about that, self-inquiry, and radical truth-telling. Very glad to welcome Padma Gordon to the show. Padma, how are you? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me, Ryan. Happy to be oh, here. Thank you. 
My pleasure. My pleasure. And I'm sorry if, if it was my miscommunication about how we were going to do this tonight, but uh, we all's well that ends well, I guess. We got you on the line. Exactly. That's right. Here we are. <laughs> Here Lovely. We are. So. Yeah. Let's let's talk. Tamara and I, my, my co-host Tamara and I, were just talking about mindfulness. Give me your mm-hmm. definition of of mindfulness. Hmm. Well, mindfulness is being present in the moment that you bring your awareness into the present moment, and oftentimes letting your body be your ally and your breath, be your ally because the breath is happening right now and the sensations that you experience in your body are happening right now. So being practicing mindfulness is basically practicing paying attention from moment to moment. Mm-hmm. Very well said. Very well said. So when, when someone comes... When someone comes to you, Padma, and says, I, I need some spiritual help, what, what's the first thing you do? Um, well, first of all, Ryan, it's rare that someone, someone says, oh, I need spiritual help. They're just coming. <laughs> okay. You know, they're feeling, they're, they're, feeling, um, they're feeling anxiety. They're feeling depression. They're feeling, um, which, you know, there's a lot of that going around these days. Um, mm-hmm. And they're they're feeling disconnected. I mean, I feel like spiritual help is help escorting you back to yourself, back to a connection, a deep connection with yourself, with your heart, with the quiet space inside, with the divine spark inside, call it what you will, connection to consciousness, connection to connection to yourself in the deepest way because that is really what we're searching for through achieving, accumulating, you know, numerous forms of avoiding that lead to addiction or can lead to addiction. Um, So what do I do is I just sit with the person. I sit with them and I listen. And often, and I'd love it if we just do this for a moment, it just feels right right now, is what I do is we sit together and we just take a few breaths. So would you all be willing to do that? Just take a few breaths together? Absolutely. Great. Wonderful. Yeah, so you can just close your eyes. It feels comfortable and let your body arrange itself so you're sitting with a long spine and you're relaxed. And then just take a few breaths and notice. Notice your breath. Don't change it. Just let it be as it is. Taking a couple more breaths. And really coming into this present moment, this sacred time that we're sharing, and for anyone who's listening, that we're just here together. We're done with whatever we were doing before, and we'll get to whatever comes after. And right now we're here. We need to be doing more of that, I think, more of this, just the, the, the breathing. You are so right. It's my biggest assignment for people that I work with is just really set 
an alarm on your phone to go off, start with three times a day, and then pause whatever you're doing. And I mean, I, I, I would even suggest you do this, you know, if you can, if you're not you know, doing brain surgery or something, if, you, if you're in a meeting with other people and you just, your, your alarm goes off and you say, oh, you know, can we just take three breaths? Really, literally, it could be less than one minute. Three breaths do, do not take very long and they just bring us back right here. What did you notice that made you say that, Ryan? Just a, we just should a be doing more calm. of calm. Just a yeah. calmness. I, you know, yeah. I was a little yeah. distracted from the first couple of minutes of the show here, and <laughs> and so that just that just brought a calm and a kind of a, a, a centering in into me myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's so simple that mm-hmm. you can just stop and take a few breaths and come back and then assess. Oh, what's happening right now? And this is a great thing to do with yourself and with people that you're in relationship with, especially if something's going on that's activating or getting you upset in some way, just pause, take a few breaths, reset, and then see what you really want to say rather than just blurting something out or shutting down. Sure, sure. Well, that, I think, gets us to, uh, there's a video on your website about impulse control. And I think saying saying the first thing that's uh, that's on your mind as a police officer, I was always told if it feels good to say it, it's probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, so that's so true. There were a, yeah, there were a lot of times I thought, oh, I've got the perfect comeback right now, but <laughs> I better not, <laughs> or I'm or I'm going to get punched. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, there can be consequences. Right. That's the difference between a DJ, uh, being a DJ, or a you know co-host on a radio show. It's kind of your job to have the perfect comeback, and then to be into law enforcement. I bet that was you know you had to get real mindful real quick. <laughs> that they yeah. On the other side of the line. Yeah, that's interesting, Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I noticed during it's the true. fifteen years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Padma. Um, yeah, it was just you were going to ask me about impulse control. Is that what you were? Your question yeah, was that about? was what I was getting at. Impulse control, uh, and you have the video starting uh, starting off meditation. Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, meditation um, actually helps us to learn how to be with what is here. And there are many different styles of meditation, and I've practiced, you know, various techniques over the years. But basically, meditation means you learn how to just sit. Your feet fall asleep, you sit. Your back hurts, you sit. If it's really hurting, you, you know, make a minor adjustment. But learning to be with what is is an incredible um, gift to yourself and to other people, which is very different than just reacting and saying the first thing that comes into your head or very often you might hear someone say, well, I'm just speaking my truth. Well, okay, that's your truth in this moment, and so I'm receiving that. And what would actually be true if you slowed yourself down, if you felt your feelings, right? Because somebody says something, this happens all the time. Somebody was telling me about this recently. You know, they, they, were, they came home from picking something up, and their partner said to them, 
hey, you were driving with your brakes on. And right away they said, no, no, I wasn't. And that's fine because it was true. However, it got them into an argument. So if you just slowed down enough to feel the sting of being told something that maybe wasn't true and then actually saying, oh, oh, thanks, I'll check that out, even if you know you weren't driving with your brights on, just see what it is that actually you really want in a relationship. What, do you, what kinds of interactions do you want to be having? Because also every time you get upset or annoyed or frustrated or fear, you're running, your cortisol levels shoot up and you're running stress hormones through your whole system, which is not good for your health. And there's plenty of external stress right now that we don't need to be oh. adding to it. My goodness, yeah. That, yeah. that reminds me tonight. I, I, my, my parents, because I'm, I'm staying with my parents due to COVID right now. So it's been yeah. very um, interesting to observe being raised in a large family. You know, mm-hmm. mindfulness and my mother had, had, you know, nine siblings. So it's like mm. mindfulness is definitely something. I mean, if, if you don't speak, you, you don't ever get to you know with that many people in a large family <laughs> mm-hmm. and so true but 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 with that it's like you know you learn from other people that have had smaller families I had to learn mindfulness just as I had no idea forgive me for I didn't know that you had to get into alignment and not you know I I had to learn that that's not my big large Norwegian loud family wasn't anything anybody taught us. But my dad, you know, talking about relationships tonight, my mom had showed him some gifts she had bought for some friends. And he's like, yeah, you know, some those are really, really nice. And I could feel him going, I don't care about these things at all. <laughs> but she mm-hmm. wanted to share it with him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, that was a beautiful you know, thing to talk about tonight and to call my dad mm-hmm. over being, you know, 57 years of learning mindfulness. Of, That's you know, so beautiful. You know, it's like he, you know, she was content with him just looking at the stuff, even though I know he didn't care. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, does, do we have to care that much to be present in the moment because they're asking us to be? I think that's a great subject to talk about that is a great subject and thank you so much for giving that wonderful example because it is exactly that kudos to your dad way to go i know 57 years (laughs) you know he's had to learn a lot about women in those years (laughs) and you know what it takes time to learn how to do that because you know what he didn't care about these little gifts but what he did care about or does care about is your mother and the quality of the relationship that they have. And so he said, oh, yes, honey, those are beautiful. I'm so glad you got them. Sure. You know? That's and really what you want to do in, in a relationship is you want to be authentic. You want to be authentic. You want to, as you said, Tamara, you want to be aligned with yourself and aligned with what you want. Is it more important to be right? Or is it more important to you to have a harmonious, loving relationship? You're going to have things, challenges. And sometimes you just say, you just say, oh, I love that. Even though you don't love it, you're not lying. But you love it because they love it. And because you know it. it's going to make to... the other person happy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. actually, I think I'll get better at that. 
we're all practicing. It takes practice. And, and you said it so nicely, you know, it's doing, it's the little things. It's those little responses over the 57 years that are building up a bank account of goodness, a bank account of loving kind of good feeling so that when, and I say when because it does happen, when you trigger each other, you're actually swimming in the water's goodness. Right. And then there's room for those, you know, frictional moments because there's so much goodness and then you just kind of get through it pretty quickly. That's the possibility. Right. Well, I've, I've heard the other end. Hey, woman, I'm busy. <laughs> I've heard that too. I mean, we, exactly. we always, you know, that's when we're not in our mindfulness, right? And then we have to apologize for our quick exhaustion or whatever. I think that's happening right now with so many of us. There's so many triggers. How do we, how do we catch ourselves um, in that moment when the energy is intense, the passion is, mm-hmm. is feeling, how do we catch ourselves and, and mm-hmm. get, how would you say we get ourselves back to mindfulness quickly and easily for the good of all? <laughs> mm, that's, a, that's a great question. Well, I think that, you know, mindfulness is a practice. It's a practice of being aware so when you notice how the kind of architecture of your trigger, because let's say you're getting, you're getting annoyed or, you know, you just want to blurt out, hey, I'm busy woman. There's something <laughs> that precedes those words flying out of your mouth. There's probably you're doing things. You're furrowing your brow. You're grinding your teeth. You're clenching around your gut. You know, you're doing different things. So to recognize, oh, that didn't work so well. Let me trace it back. And this is something I do with people and certainly with couples. Like, how do I do this? What is, what is my part in this dynamic? Because as soon as I'm able to notice, oh, I'm having these, thought, I'm having these sensations, physical sensations, I'm having these thoughts. And the thoughts might be, oh, she's interrupting me again, or I don't have time for this, or whatever the thoughts are. There's some kind of, you know, push away, maybe judgmental thoughts. You notice the thoughts. You notice the feeling in your body. And then you stop. You interrupt. You recognize, oh, here I go. It's like the temperature's right. rising. might even get hot, physically, physical heat, right? We get hot right. when we get annoyed, angry. And so we notice that and we feel it and we say, oh, I know where this is going. And then I know, like you said, I'm going to need to say I'm sorry. I'm going to need to, like, clean up a big mess, right? So instead, I'm just going to experience. I'm going to – you might set this up. If you're in a relationship, you might set it up and say, you know what? When I notice that I'm starting to feel the signs, the symptoms, that I'm getting really upset, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to take some deep breaths. Or I love it, and you make a signal. You say, we have, we have apple. We say apple to each other. And apple means I'm upset. I do not have the capacity to respond skillfully. And I love you. And I'm going to take a little break. I'll come back when I'm ready to communicate from a mindful place, from a calm place, from a place of connection. So really learning your own body, learning your own mind is the practice. So you notice it, and and you also realize, I don't want to spend my time cleaning up messes. I'd rather actually experience what's going on, which I will say is uncomfortable. 
because then I have to feel right. my own discomfort, my own frustration, and my own tendency. The good thing is that every time we interrupt that tendency to just get upset about something and blurt something out, it gets weaker. And then we can rewire our brains and rewire our habits so that we can communicate in a more effective and loving way. Right. Not from the moment or the need to win. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I was married to a Marine for a long, long time. And Mm. God bless them. You know, we just never got Mm -hmm. to that place. What what advice would you give to to couples that, you know, the wife or the husband wants to practice mindfulness, um, but the other is like, ah, we don't need help. What, what, what kind of advice would you give for couples mm. like that? You know, it's an excellent question, and it's, it's a tricky thing because it it's really takes two. It's a dynamic. So there's that on the one right. hand. And on the other hand, it only takes one to shift something. How, you know, you can change your own behaviors, you can change how you're responding. And then ultimately, if the other person says, well, I just am as as I am, you might be at, you know, you might find yourself at the end of the road if they're unwilling to look at themselves or kind of do any inner work or get some help from a counselor or wherever you want to turn you know, your counselor, your priest, your rabbi, whatever, whoever you want to go to. And it's, it's tr- it can be really tricky because actually a relationship, as I say in my book, and being together, it, it is the possibility is that it's a container, a context for evolution and for both people to evolve into the best version of themselves. For sure. Because that yeah. just makes a better planet all the way around, right? It, when you work co-creating with these people, it, it, well, and yeah. it feels better inside to be aligned. You know, it's like it, what you put out there, you have to feel. And I think we're all becoming very mindful and, and knowing in that what we energetically we put out there. We have to, it's toxin to our body, you know, mm-hmm. um, the unforgiveness or, or what have you. So um, do we do much research in that? And around the energy and how it um, can toxify right. your body, you know, I've I've definitely it's in my it's in my sphere, and I yeah. very much am um, conscious and attuned to different energies. So on that right. level, for sure. And I would say, in a relationship, you want to be aligned with yourself because the, the primary relationship is with yourself. So you do your work, you do your inner work, you practice your meditation, you intend to be mindful in your interactions and your communication, and then you you attune because also mindfulness makes us more attuned, attuned to ourselves, and then attuned to our partner. And attunement is it gets there it can be very very nuanced, and it has to be a priority. You know, we have to, to become more aware, to become more mindful in a relationship and in our lives. We have to really make it a priority. And I completely agree with you that, you know, energy is a very real thing. And you don't, you want to be um, kind of marinating in positive energy and good feelings and not in with the inner critic, you know, railing on you or just feelings of, of, 
unwillingness to to forgive because then you're just closed down to your heart mm-hmm. and then you're also putting that energy out into the larger field and I do feel like a practice, some kind of meditative practice is the best thing we can do for our world right now because then you'll know it's time it's time to put your mask on or it's time to do this or it's time to do that that comes mm-hmm. from a space of, of mindful awareness we are talking becoming with, more uh, mindful <laughs> sorry about that. yeah we are talking with Padma Gordon, spiritual counselor and mindfulness teacher, uh, talking about her book, Being Together, Practical Wisdom for Loving Yourself and Your Partner. And if you'd like to join us, then feel free to give a call, 319-527-6702. And uh, we do have a call. Let's go to area code 347. Hi, you're on the line on the Ryan Lindsay Show with Padma Gordon. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Good. Do you have a question for Padma? Yes, Padma. Um, I'm having issues with my current job. Um, I want to feel comfortable there. It's a job that is very convenient for me because it's literally like walking distance from my home. And I keep wanting to leave. But I feel like I want it to feel like home so badly. But I don't know what I can do to, to change things there. I don't know if that's if it's me or if it's that that job is not my home, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure what to do. I feel like I, I I'm torn. I don't know if it's me not being able to communicate with people when they hurt my feelings or the people they're being really offensive. I've applied to other places. I haven't heard back from anything solid yet. So I was, I keep, I go back and forth as to whether or not I should stay or leave. I don't know what will happen if I end up staying if it'll get better mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that, you know, it's a really important question and you want to be in integrity with yourself. So what I would do is I would, well, first of all, I don't know if people are being, you know, just really unkind. Um, they, they might be. And where I would look, because, you know, where I start is I go, okay, what can I change on the inside? Because when you make a change on the inside, then the outside may shift, or you realize, oh, I don't like where I'm being, where I'm, where I'm working. This <laughs> isn't working for me. So I would, you know, really sit with yourself and make the intention to have a really great day and to relate in really positive ways with people. And also one thing, and this is because you're talking about relationships. Um, right. I would just really see, are you taking it personally? I don't know what they're saying, if it's something about the quality of your work or if they're commenting, you know, saying, saying things about you. But I would see, wow, am I taking this personally? Am I making their bad mood mean something about me? Am I making their ignoring of my email or, or of my, what I ask them about me? So I would just take a look inside and then see, wow, how do I feel? How do I feel working here? Because you can't really make something home. You can, you can find home inside yourself, and then you can see, oh, is this work environment a match for me when I'm feeling at home inside myself? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. They, um, they were unkind. When I first started, I went through a lot with them. They just 
they were just like really just um, underhanded towards me. Mm. And I don't know if it's like a woman thing because it's only women there or, mm-hmm. um, but I just wasn't equipped to like verbalize my feelings when I would get offended. I didn't want to get into any kind of back and forth, especially at work mm-hmm. with my coworkers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of ran with that, knowing that I probably wouldn't have anything to say other than, you know, speak to my manager when my feelings would be hurt. So mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. things are the way they are. And it sounds like a challenging work environment. And I want to also commend you for not going back and forth and having an argument with your coworkers. I think that that speaks to your your maturity. And and what I would also say is if you're upset about something, you can, you know, go home, sleep on it, just kind of digest your feelings, and then come in and say, hey, you know, I, I'm wondering if I can talk to you about something that happened from a place of calm, from a place where you're not, you know, emotionally um, triggered. Because people in any context, whether it's a professional relationship or a personal relationship, people do respond much better when um, what we're saying is not emotionally loaded. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much for the, thanks for the call. Very good. Very good questions. And uh, interesting situation there. Um, Padma, Mm -hmm. I'd like to ask something and my wife would laugh at this too. <laughs> this is something that, that, that happens. <laughs> this is something that happens in our house, and it's it's a communication thing, I know. Um, but the, it usually goes like this: "Honey, what's wrong?" Well, nothing was wrong until you asked me. <laughs> so, <laughs> how can we get beyond that? Uh, how can you get beyond that? Who's asking whom? Are you? Is she asking you, honey? What's wrong? Usually, usually I'm asking her. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, Ryan, if you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling something, you're feeling something off, like maybe mm-hmm. she's kind of shut down or withholding or just overly, overly quiet or more quiet than she usually is. Um, I think you can trust that. And then I would, I would say, um, that that you know nothing was wrong until you asked me is is um, <laughs> probably not the whole truth you know exactly <laughs> and, uh, exactly I and, and then I keep <laughs> apple <laughs> apple well you know I, yeah apple that's right apple well you know I mean sometimes she might not be willing to talk and then you can say oh it sounds like you're not really willing to talk about it right now I'd love to hear from you later when when you are feeling more available to that, you know, just that like, is, don't, well, first of all, don't take it personally that she snaps at you because we're, we're all going to snap at each other from time to time. Um, and the other thing is you bring, I mean, I, I appreciate that you're asking that because to me, it sounds like you're tuning into something, you're feeling something, and then you're mm-hmm. bringing what is one of the greatest things to bring to a relationship. And that is curiosity. You're bringing curiosity and you're saying, huh? going on you know because in the what's happening is i yeah it's uh, what's going on i love you i care about you 
I, I want to know what's happening, you know. And um, so I, w- I commend you for your curiosity. I think curiosity is essential. And then, and then just patience, patience and giving her the opportunity to maybe talk about it later. Because otherwise yeah. it's just like a, it's like she's just pushing you away. And that does not lead to a feeling of connectedness or intimacy in your relationship. I have a friend in Nashville that, you know, that I lived with last year, her and her husband, and I rented a room and not husband, special friend. And uh, mm-hmm. I loved something that they did. I, I thought it was such a testimonial. They mm-hmm. want to get it right with each other. Like mm-hmm. I want to get my feelings right. Because mm-hmm. many times we perceive things in ways that we love each other. We don't intend to hurt each other or whatever or dump mm-hmm. our frustrations on the other, right? We're trying to process. Mm-hmm. But I love that. They would they would say, you know, I, I want to get my heart right. And I just love mm-hmm. that, isn't it? Because we can get our, mm-hmm. our hearts hurt. And many times it's not about us, you know, and our last caller there, I just, so many times mm-hmm. people are frustrated with, you know, maybe they want to quit. And mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with you. You know, absolutely. But we, yeah, I think sensitive ones, we can have a tendency to take on that energy. So I think that's mm-hmm. right now we're having to really be mindful in not taking on people's energy triggers, you know, energy, you know, because we're all a little frustrated right now, right? I don't mm-hmm. think there's anybody on the planet that is, mm-hmm. I mean, and I shouldn't say that because I know there are. And I think it is available to us, even in these times. It one of the most critical things that your your work, you know, expresses to us. And it just reminds us all mm-hmm. that to get back in alignment, to get back to mindfulness. Yeah, and just take take some time, you know, just take even just these few breaths can help to reset your system. I actually just uh, recorded a meditation the other day called Reset to Presence. It'll be up on Insight Timer, which is a free app. I have a number of meditations on there, so you can look for those. But, yeah, it is. It's this possibility is to reset and to recognize, okay, this, just as you said, this is not about me. So, really, it's not about you. <laughs> because everybody's just running their own movie. We're all running our own movies. And then we're projecting onto other people and then we're pointing fingers and blaming and saying, well, it's your fault that I feel this. Well, that's just plain old not true because we, you're responsible for your own feelings. And the other thing that you can do actually if you're having a challenge is just recognize your feelings make sense. Your feelings make sense. And the more you can say that to yourself, the more you can look over at your partner or your coworker and say, oh, their feelings make sense doesn't mean I agree. doesn't mean it's right or wrong. Why do they make sense? Because you're having them. And it makes sense that people are having a lot of feelings these days, and you don't want to take on their feelings, take on their energy. You just want to actually make, make room. That's another thing we can do, especially in this time of so much, you know, spending so much time together with everybody working from home largely, or many, many people working from home, is just make room. Make room for your partner, for your people around you to just be as they are. If they're in a grumpy mood, don't engage them. Just give them room. They'll come around. 
And that's the other thing is that as soon as you, if you, if you snap at somebody and get all snippy, which we, we all do from time to time, take responsibility. And then, like, I, I get it, my heart get it right. It's like we can have a do-over. I do this all the time with, with my partner. We say hmm. something and I'll say, oh, honey, I, that came out all wrong. Can I have a do-over, please? And right. most of the time, he'll say, sure. And then I say, well, actually, what I mean, what I meant is this. You know, you just, you just, I just feel like practicing a lot of kindness and a lot of appreciation with ourselves and in our relationships, especially now when the whole larger field, we're just being there's a, there's a lot of pressure in the system in the larger field due to the election, sure. due to the everything. So just do what you can do to diffuse the pressure in your own system and in your relational system. Yeah. Why is it? Yeah. Why is it that we can say the most hurtful things to the people we love the most? Mm, yeah. Why is it? Well, in my experience, it's because we just um, we think we can get away with it. Yeah. Most times. We just we trust them. We know we know they love us. We know we love them, and we think we can get away with it. And you know what? You're not getting away with it. <laughs> it's registering <laughs> this kind of you know unkindness or or snippiness or you know poking at somebody. We really it. You never know. You never know when it's really starting to stack up, and eventually. And that's why sometimes relationships end. One person just said, you know what, I'm done. Because they've been stacking it up, stacking it up, stacking it up, getting resentful, mm-hmm. feeling hurt, feeling distant. So you don't want to do, you, you want to really try not to, um, not to stack things up and do your best. Mm-hmm. If you say something unkind to your partner and, and just are out and out mean, then just as soon as you can, go back and make it right. Take responsibility own your stuff, and just make it right. And don't keep doing it. Literally, like, find ways to change your behavior. Mm -hmm. Because these are old behaviors. We probably learn them as kids. We learn them from our families. We see people giving each other a hard time all around us, and then we think, oh, it's okay to give the people I love a really hard time. It doesn't help. It doesn't create closeness. Well, especially in these times where we are so dependent on each other in many ways. Don't you feel it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you can get a lot more, you know, honey from, you know, whatever. I don't remember it. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know the metaphor. I can't think of it right now. But, you know, it's one of those things how you bring yourself to the table. And it's like, you know, with that gratitude, you know, that's got to be the key word right now is just that mm-hmm. gratitude of, you know, you make you make my life better. How can I make yeah. yours? And energetically, yeah. I think we're all kind of tired, tired right now, trying to figure out how to make our own lives better. That mm-hmm. you know, I I know a lot of people have talked about just needing space, just mm-hmm. needing just to you know spin out their own frustrations about their life or the situation or the planet, you know. And it's mm-hmm. nothing personal, but I think so many times you know we we do take it personal. And uh, that's a habit we need to let go of, perhaps. Every yeah, that's a, a well, 
our fault. Not about you. you. No, not about us. And, and just having patience and, and appreciation for the other of, you know, being in the field, being a hypnotherapist and working in, in this field as well. It's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, you talk with your colleagues and, and, you know, those that, you know, you share knowledge with, and it's just one of those things, you know, even the helpers are doing the best to stay in their mindfulness because we have to be in alignment to bring our best self to the table to help align them, to get bring them into their best self. So it, it has been interesting. Have you found that? It's so much better when we're working and reminding ourselves of how to be mm-hmm. this for others. And, and mm-hmm. then for me, it's like, oh, doing this work, even having these radio shows that Ryan and I started just in, uh, on September 11th, it's helped me get back in alignment three days a week to like-minded mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. want to share this good knowledge. And it helps remind us because, you know, yeah. we're, we're spinning plates helping so many right now and transmuting. So I thank you so much for coming to the show for a reminder oh. for Ryan and I of why we decided to do this and put this good work out to the planet right now to be of service. Oh. It's, it's oh, you're so, so welcome. welcome. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you for creating your space. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Really appreciate because you guys a- having me on the show and creating this opportunity because you're right. You know, we got to come together and just focus on the positive things and generate this positive energy within ourselves. And you said it so well. It's really about gratitude. Gratitude changes everything. And have really, even though your partner, your family might be in your hair right now because there's so much around, just be grateful that they're there. Just be grateful that you have someone that you can hug. Be grateful that that they're there with you walking through this really challenging time. And for anyone who's listening to this, who's living on your own, if you just, I really just invite you to, to just be grateful for your life and, and find a pod, find at least one or two other people that you can connect with and have, you know, touch physical contact, holding, even just like hugs or holding hands or having your arm around someone while you're watching a movie or whatever it is. Right. So it's incredibly and helpful. We do know, right? And we do know a lot of people that are very much alone right now. So that's kind yeah. of why we wanted to open up this portal, because the energy mm. and love and the mindfulness, mm. you know, just in this podcast, it gives people an energetic sanctuary. And yeah. you know, we are all kind of holding each other together these days, and that's why it's just like you, you know. I tell everybody, none of us are separated. None of us are alone. We are all truly right. energetically holding it together. And and yeah. we can feel that. We can feel that right. right now. We really can. You know, and, and it's and it's important because if people are alone, then coming on to like this radio show or going and, you know, really also meditating. There are so many meditation offerings and on Insight Timer, there are, hundreds, thousands, millions of people meditating all the time. So if you go and you mm-hmm. meditate, you're, you're together. You're putting your energy and attention into a larger field, and then you're actually relating and feeling this connection, this, this unity, this feeling of I'm not alone and I'm not separate. And that's really what we all want, is we want to feel this connection, this connection with love, this connection with the 
the deepest aliveness yeah. that lives in all of us. And we we are all going to get through this, and we and are. I just love that you know that science is proving that our energy field, what we energy you know energetically, mindfully vibrate out into the planet, does affect. You know, it's like it's oh, it you know power numbers. You know, we're, oh, yeah. we're gatherer. You know, there's many ancient you know teachers of That's this, right. but now That's science right. is finally in our time, really showing that everything is energy and frequency and our meditating, our opening this portal vibrates and ripples out into the collective. And um, so, yeah, it's just good work. Now, where can we find your books? Um, You can find my book, Being Together, Practical Wisdom for Loving Yourself and Your Partner. You can find it on Amazon. And you can also get it on Barnes & Noble. And if you are living on the West Coast, uh, there are some local bookstores, Copperfield bookstores, that are going to be carrying it too. So it's it's getting out Wonderful. there. And I, I, I just want to say also that um, I'm going to be doing an online group where we're going to kind of workshop the book together, and that's open to people who are um, single or in a couple. It doesn't matter. If you're single, it's a great book to read because you're laying a foundation, you're laying the groundwork for being in a relationship and you're falling more deeply in love with yourself. So that's, that's one thing that's happening. Another thing is that I am about to start recording the audiobook version of being together. So you can look that, look, look for that um, in the first quarter of 2021. Wow. That will be lovely because you have a lovely voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Like having a therapist right in the room with us. <laughs> Imagine that. No, the, <laughs> Imagine the, web, that. the, the website is uh, PadmaGordon.com. Padma, tell me what we'll find there on the website. You will find uh, various blog posts and different recordings and different offerings that I have. And you can, yeah, you can learn about me. And you're also welcome. I really invite people um, to reach out to me via my website. And I offer free exploratory sessions if you feel like you're needing some support um, if you're on your own or if you're in a relationship and you're feeling challenged, trying to get clarity, I'm very open to assisting you with that. And I love hearing from people. And if you do choose to get my book, which I would really suggest because I'm getting a lot of really positive feedback on it, it's very accessible, it's very, um, very, pretty easy read. Um, I'd love to hear how you like the book and if you have some input on it. I'm always always curious. I I really appreciate being in touch with people. I feel like the world is so big and and so small. I hear from people all all over the world, and I'm just really grateful for that. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's a compliment. Sorry, Brian. I know there's a little lag. Go ahead, Brian. We got a little delay here. <laughs> that's that's been a common theme since we've been doing the show the last five six weeks. Is is eventually we've gotten to we need to show gratitude on, on each show, and that's so important. Yes, I mean really, literally five minutes of doing a gratitude practice will change everything. Literally, if you just in the morning wake up, and I do have some gratitude practices in my book. Um, wake up in the morning and just spend literally five minutes just 
just saying, just saying out loud or writing down, this is what I'm grateful for. Wow, I'm grateful that I look out my window and I see this big, beautiful tree. Or, you know, I'm grateful that my my I can hear my kids, you know, snoring in the other room. Or I'm grateful <laughs> for the warmth of my dog, you know, nuzzled up against me. Or very simple things. I mean, gratitude doesn't have to be a highfalutin experience. But gratitude is powerful because gratitude actually makes us available to goodness, to receive goodness. So you can also, and this is an energy thing too, is be grateful in advance for things that haven't even happened apparently yet. And just see, let's be grateful for that incredible person that arrives or whatever it is that you want to, that you're summoning in, be grateful for it in advance in the present. Check it out and try it out and let me know how that goes. It does work. It's physics. It is. <laughs> okay. And I, it's funny you bring that up. I've been working on that lately. Uh, it's like something you forget and it's like until you're like, wait a minute, I know how this works. I have to start doing this again because we forget. Exactly. You know? We forget. forget That's how, why having how, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good, especially right now, to have um, practices that you do regularly because your practices, your structures will really hold you during this time, and they work very well in relationships too. Yeah, that's, I'll, I'll leave you with that, practicing gratitude, practicing appreciation in your relationship if you're in one. And if you're not, practice it with yourself. Just appreciate who you are yourself on, be grateful for who you are, be grateful for the things that you have crossed off your list, and be grateful for the things that you haven't, because I'll tell you, nobody is crossing all those things off their list every day, nobody that I know, anyway. <laughs> so sure. yeah, practice sure. gratitude, and you know, just at the end of the day with your partner, just look at them and say, wow, I'm so, could be like, I'm so grateful that you're here with me. Thanks for making dinner, you know, thanks for cleaning up after me or whatever we do for each other, all the things. Thanks for rubbing my shoulders. Mm -hmm. It's scientifically proven that when you give gratitude, they want to do it more. So when we give gratitude to our spouse or our partner or our children, they acknowledge of what your love language is, you know, of what what Mm -hmm. makes you happy. I think we all want to make each other more happy these days. We do. Padma Gordon, Thank you. Uh, author so of Being Together, Practical Wisdom for Loving Yourself and Your Partner. And take a look at the website, PadmaGordon.com. Uh, Padma, this was, uh, this was wonderful and fun. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, thank you both for having me. It's been so lovely to dialogue with you. And thank you for yeah. having this show. It's, it's a beautiful contribution. We're oh, having fun. We, with it. we appreciate that. We are having a lot of fun meeting a lot of wonderful, wonderful, compassionate healers and helpers on the planet. So we welcome you to listen. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Padna. You have a good night. All right. Yes, you too. Okay. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Blessings. Bye. Well, Tamara, what do you think of that? She was. Uh, she I'm was good. So mindful right now. absolutely so uh, folks I want to remind you take a look at the website ryanlindsayshow.com and look for us on Facebook 
uh, Ryan Lindsay Show on Facebook. Just search for that, and you'll be able to find the website and uh, the Facebook page and uh, everything that happens there. You get information on guests past, present, and future, and be able to sign up for the newsletter to get uh, information on guests coming up. So please do. We will talk on Friday with Matthew Ferry, executive life coach and spiritual teacher. Uh, That's coming up Friday the 23rd at 8 p.m. Central Time. So join us then. You've been listening to The Ryan Lindsay Show. Visit RyanLindsayShow.com for more information. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.